A couple of weeks ago, the Abbotsford Trail Runners held their very first trail race. It was called the Verticiller, and it featured 1,500 meters of climbing over the 25-kilometer route on Sumas Mountain. It sounds like something for the brave and experienced. And it was. But Michael Thomas of the club told us at Fitspeak that some crazy athlete from North Vancouver was going to do his verticular as her very first trail race. We found out who that crazy person was, Jessica Thompson. In this Fitspeak Express interview, we speak with Jessica about her training for the race, how well she did on the day, and the advice she'd give someone who wants to take on the challenge next year. And our guest for our Fitspeak feature interview is Jessica Thompson, now living in North Vancouver. But Jessica, you used to live in Winnipeg. What brought you out west? Uh, well, it's not Winnipeg, for one. Oh, where is it? Um, <laughs> it's, uh, well, sorry, I mean, I am from Winnipeg, but I mean, Vancouver is not Winnipeg. Uh, it's just better in so many ways, and uh, I've always been one for outdoors, and I just wanted a change in life, so I figured I'd give the West Coast a try. So you did some uh, running out east at home? Uh, I did a little bit. I hadn't done anything in the last few years, uh, but I did mostly road running, uh, but I hadn't done anything since maybe 2014 before I moved here. So you hooked up with this crazy group of people out in the Fraser Valley called the Abbotsford Trail Runners. How did you manage to uh, get in contact with them? Um, I actually just heard about them through, I think it was Facebook or Instagram or something, because... So I actually run with a group, a different group on the North Shore, um, and then they, so through the trail running community in Vancouver, all the different groups are kind of connected in one way or another. Um, and I think I just saw about the Abbotsford stuff probably through Facebook is how I got involved with them. Who convinced you to do this crazy thing called the Verticiller? I mean, just the name itself scares me. <laughs> it definitely sounds a little intimidating. Um, actually, that would have been me. I convinced myself. Um, I started doing some more trail running this summer and decided I wanted to do a race and that one happened to pop up on my Facebook page and I said, hmm, Valley Verticroller, what's that about? Uh, looked into it and I saw that they were advertising it as the hardest race in the valley and I said, hey, sign me up. You sound like you're a glutton for punishment. Now, the Valley Verticiller, for the folks who haven't heard about the race, and we certainly hope they have, but for the folks who haven't, can you tell us how long the race is? Uh, So it's 25 kilometers. You said you had never done a crazy trail trail race like this before in your life. No, I have not. How did you train for it? Well, so as I was saying, I I run with a group uh, on the North Shore here, so I started just doing mostly shorter distance runs, like between 5 and 10 kilometers with the group, and then um, I spent a lot of time uh, every weekend doing longer runs and longer hikes, um, because I knew there was going to be quite a bit of elevation in the race, so I was doing hikes like, you know, the Lions and Mount Brunswick, and um, different trails like that along the North Shore, trying to get a little a little practice in the higher elevations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it was just slowly building my way up, I guess, starting at, I mean, I came from only running five kilometers earlier this summer to, you know, averaging probably 30 to 50 kilometers a week, depending on, depending on how I was feeling. My goodness, that's quite the transition. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. How did your body respond to the training? 
Sometimes it liked it, sometimes it did not. Tell us more. Um, I, uh, I definitely woke up a lot of mornings with sore legs and sore muscles and, uh, you know, you'd hate yourself as you were walking up the stairs or down the stairs to work or <laughs> whatever it may be, but, uh-huh. uh, but it was, it was an adjustment, I think, but once I kind of, once I trained my body and my legs to feel normal, uh, after the long runs, it got a little easier. So Jessica, I have a bit of a confession. With that. I, I, I also raced that day, but I did some easy peasy race out in the valley that was primarily on pavement oh. and uh, on a little bit of trails. However, you did the verticiller on what I would deem to be a pretty nasty Saturday morning in October. Tell us about your race day because the weather was not nice. It, it definitely was not nice. Uh, I think it was pouring rain the entire time. Um, you got out of it a little bit when you were up in the trees, uh, but it was, it was sloppy and it was cold and it was wet. Uh, I think we were about ankle deep in mud, probably 50% of the time. And, uh, but it was great. You know, that's the sign of a good trail race is you finish covered in dirt and rain and everything else. So it was, it was definitely an experience. Well, Jessica, I think you took the wind out of my sails as far as the next question. See if you can amaze me and answer this question, because what I've got written down here is, what part of the race sucked the most? But you you talked about a lot of adversity already. Yeah, uh, uh, was there any moments where you thought, man, why did I sign up for this thing? You know what, honestly, no, there wasn't. I mean, there may have been some moments where there was a little bit of doubt in my mind when I was in the first, I mean, the first seven kilometers, I think, of the race is basically a climb straight up to the top of the mountain. And, you know, you definitely feel it and you're pushing yourself and you get halfway up and you're exhausted. The thought maybe crosses your mind, why am I doing this? But, you know, and then you think of bigger picture and you realize how good you feel when you are finished and then it doesn't seem so bad. So what part of the race did you, and uh, I'll put that in quotes, enjoy the most? <laughs> Crossing the finish line. Okay. <laughs> um, mainly because it was, you know, that was, I mean, that was a big goal going into it for me was as long as you cross the finish line. I knew, I mean, I knew going in I wasn't going to be breaking any speed records or mm-hmm. winning by any means, but uh, but I wanted to cross, cross the finish line and I wanted to beat the time cut off and I did both those things. So well, congratulations. Yes. So when you crossed the finish line, what sorts of emotions were you feeling? Because previous to this, you hadn't done anything like that. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, relief, I felt, because I was very happy that I finished and with no injuries and no big falls or any, you know, huge challenges to overcome besides the race itself, of course. Yeah, I don't know. It, <laughs> it just felt really good. 25 kilometers on a dreary, wet, maybe even a windy day. What did you learn about yourself from the training and perhaps your race day execution? What did I learn about myself? Yeah. Um, sounds kind of cheesy, but probably that I'm capable of doing more than I initially thought I could. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even the most inexperienced people, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. Because, I mean, really looking back on my own running history, I mean, six months ago, I, you could have told me that I was going to run a race that had 1,500 meters of elevation and 25 kilometers, and I probably would have laughed and not really believed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did it, and I did it well. So, you know, you put your mind to it and focus, and 
you can accomplish whatever you want, really. What advice would you give to, you know, another person who might be interested in doing a race like this? Um, start small, I would say. Don't overtrain too quickly and get in over your head. Because if you're not, uh, if you're not used, used to doing things like that and then you just jump right into training and start, you know, if you just go out on a Saturday and decide to run 21 kilometers, you're probably going to get hurt and injure yourself. Um... So, yeah, I'd say start slow, take baby steps, like work your way up. Don't, you know, push yourself. Don't push yourself to the point where you're going to get sick and injured because then that doesn't help anybody. And any kind of special equipment that you were using considering the the elevation gain in this race? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, as long as you have a good pair of trail shoes, really, that's all you need, I'd say. So no poles, no uh, no ropes to go up and down the sides of mountains? <laughs> Not on this one, no. The, so the race didn't allow you to use poles. Okay. Um, I know some of them out there do, but uh, this particular one didn't. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think anybody was using anything. And there were, the trail, I mean, the trails were tough and they were quite steep in sections, but there was never, it wasn't so technical that you were, you know, using chains or ropes to have to climb your way up. So mm-hmm. that was one less thing to worry about. Now, if there's anything you could change, let's uh, let's be real crazy and say you wanted to do this race again some other time. What would you change? <laughs> what would you change about your uh, training? I think I'd probably work a little bit harder than I did in the weeks leading up to the race. I mean, I had a lot going on, and I actually was moving and all kinds of things in the three weeks before the race, and so my training kind of fell into a an earlier taper than it should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think if I were to do it again, I'd probably put a lot more focus on my actual training plan and make sure, make sure that I was, you know, as prepared as I could have been. So you could have perhaps prepared a bit better in those last couple of weeks, but it sounds like you had some kind of crazy circumstances. You were changing where you lived. Yeah, <laughs> definitely had a lot going on, so... <laughs> I did what I could. Mm-hmm. And you managed to pull through. Um, after the race, say a couple of days after the race, what part of your body was hurting the most? Uh, I would say my hips and my quads probably were the worst. Those downhills can kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I, you know, I didn't think the rest of me was sore until I went out to do something the following weekend. Uh-huh. And, uh, climbing up a hill you realize your calves are pretty sore too <laughs> <laughs> any other races coming up in the next little while um no nothing too crazy i think just uh you know back to the grind just trying to figure out what my next plan is mm-hmm. um there is maybe a thought in my mind that i might decide to train for an ultra early next year but we'll see any destinations you might have in mind i know that fat dog is a big one yeah, I've heard that one's a fun one. Um, a friend of mine is trying to convince me to put my name in the hat for Knee Knacker, but I think that might be a little bit a little bit too crazy, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Time for a couple of serious questions to end uh, our interview with Jessica. Are you ready, Jessica? Sure. Here we go. If you could be an animal other than a human being, what would you be and why? That is a great question. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> Um, here's my answer. I would be an elephant. An elephant. Tell us why. Because elephants are awesome and they are gorgeous and they are giant 
and they are just incredible creatures, and they're super intelligent, and and they're cute. And Wouldn't want to be an elephant. <laughs> they they might be difficult. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of mass to be carrying up Sumas Mountain. Oh, that's true, but <laughs> they might have, well, they got bigger feet, so they wouldn't have sunk in the mud as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one final serious question. Now we know uh, by talking to uh, Michael Thomas and Carlos from the Abbotsford Trail Runners that you had a particular sponsor. Now don't let that sway your decision here, but we heard that a company called Old Abbey Ales was at the finish line. But uh, discounting that, what's your favorite recovery beverage after a nice, nice hard run, whether it's in the summertime or in a yucky day like you experienced? What, what would you like to drink the most? Oh, I'm a sucker for smoothies. Ah, what goes in your smoothie? Anything with raspberries and peaches and I'm good to go. Very healthy, very healthy indeed, Jessica. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no worries. I hope you have a great rest of your season and uh, recover well and stay healthy. Awesome. Thanks so much. That's Jessica Thompson from North Vancouver, a recent survivor of the first annual Valley Verticiller. Be listening next week for your full Fitspeak dose when we'll have Kevin Watt with his Instagram shoutouts, our Fit Tip of the Week, and our upcoming event schedule. For Fitspeak Express, I'm Kevin Hines.